Hi there, my name is Maddie Miles, integrative health practitioner, female hormone expert, and founder of Peace Love Hormones. Our mission is to educate and empower menstruators to take back control of their menstrual health through education and through top quality functional supplements. And welcome to our amazing podcast show where we will uncover why your health may be struggling and how to heal your hormones and optimize the health of your entire body naturally. Now let's get to it. Hello, sweet friend. It is me, Maddie. Welcome back to another incredible episode of the Peace Love Hormones podcast. Today, I'm going to be breaking down a few of my favorite micronutrients. I love all of the micronutrients and they're all needed for hormone health, but there are a few that are incredibly vital and some of them are even like my frontline defenders, I like to call them when it comes to PMS and period pain and other hormone imbalances. So I really want to discuss these today. Also, You know, just making sure that you all know where they come from in terms of food sources and that sometimes it's a little bit harder to get these specific ones from food alone. So I will also recommend supplementation for some of them. But before we get into that, I just want to give you all some updates because that's my jam. So if you've headed over to our website, you've probably seen the new and improved website and I'm so excited for it, but it is always a beautiful working project. So if you have any recommendations for me, please send me a message. I'm always here for them. Bitters, my herbal digestive and detoxification support, will be releasing the first week of June, so keep a lookout for that. And I have some amazing new reviews in on Soothe that I would love to read one of them. I know that I always start off my podcast episodes reading a review, but with that being said, if you haven't written a review yet and you have consumed Soothe and you liked it, please feel free to drop one and I will read your review. So I am going to do Emily W. And thank you for saying this, Emily. You said it is magic, a total game changer. The supplement is the best thing I ever could have found to help my PMS and my overall cycle. Yay! Thank you so much for that, my sweet, sweet friend. And I'm so happy that it's working for you all. Obviously, that's the only reason why I do this. Okay, so let's get into my favorite four micronutrients for hormone health. Now, Before I get into this, I do want to give a shout out and recommend that everyone go listens to my other podcast episode on overall nutrition for your hormone health. And that's where I get into a lot of the essential macro and micronutrients. But these ones specifically, again, may be hard to get from food alone. So that's why I wanted to do a whole podcast episode on them and talk about their benefits and all of that jazz. So number one, numero uno, is magnesium. So I have been taking this for years myself, even Even like before I got into really, really deep into like the health and wellness space, I started taking it in high school, I remember, because I had heard that it could help with sleep, which it does. So that's originally why I was taking it. Little did I know that I was doing so much for my health in terms of just taking this magnesium complex. So when it comes to PMS or period pain, PCOS, these are truly so supported by taking and supplementing with magnesium. So even if you don't suffer from the PMS or the period pain, I still recommend that you supplement with magnesium because it is an essential mineral and food supply isn't always enough. So the leafy greens, it's not always enough 
for us because we do live in a very stressful world and our body dumps magnesium under stress. And so this would be fine if, you know, back in the day when we like were under attack by, you know, a lion or whatever it was, and then we're able to just relax for the next few days and we're able to eat whole grains and dark green leafy vegetables and dried beans and legumes. However, because we live in this world where it's just one stressor after the next and all these stressors are getting, you know, thrown at us from emails to picking your kids up from school and being a mom or a fight or an argument with a friend or a partner or a family member, you know, you name it. There are so many things, even just sitting in traffic, right? Like all of these things are stressors. So it's constant, it's chronic, and also the very toxic world that we live in causes inflammation and stress on the body. So this is why I recommend supplementing with magnesium. It works by calming our nervous system, optimizing sleep, which is always amazing. Sleep is one of the foundations that we need for overall health and hormone health. It also regulates the HPA axis, improves insulin and thyroid functioning, and is anti-inflammatory and optimizes the metabolism, aka detoxification, of estrogen. So it can be a tremendous helper with estrogen detoxification and estrogen excess. I want to mention that it can't be tested via blood, cannot be tested via blood, urine, or hair because it is predominantly stored in our cells. Red cell magnesium test is slightly better, but honestly, I think it's unnecessary, a waste of time, a waste of money, because we pretty much all need it in today's day. And it is very safe for long-term use, unless, of course, you do have kidney disease, then do not consume. And I recommend a magnesium complex. This is much gentler on our digestive system. And to take anywhere from 300 to 400 milligrams per day, and to take directly after food. So if you have any questions about it, please feel free to go over to our corresponding blog post. It has so many benefits, magnesium alone, so I highly recommend checking it out. Okay, next one would be zinc. So deficiency in zinc has links to PCOS, period pain, PMS, and facial hair. PMS is widespread, right? There are over 80% of us who report experiencing PMS. And sometimes it literally is as simple as supplementing with zinc and or just consuming more foods that are higher in zinc. So the benefits of zinc are it's anti-inflammatory, it regulates HPA axis and improves our stress response. It nourishes ovarian follicles and promotes healthy ovulation, which leads to healthy progesterone levels because we need to ovulate in order to create the corpus luteum, that temporary gland that is is there until we menstruate and that produces progesterone. Zinc is also needed for the synthesis, transport, and action of all hormones, including our thyroid hormones. It is a natural androgen blocker, so great for my PCOS queens. And foods that are high in zinc that I personally love are egg yolks, the runny yolk. Do not cook it. Hard-boiled eggs, actually, you lose a lot of the nutrients from the yolk when it's cooked like that. So if you can leave it runny, I like to poach it. Little tip is to boil some water, add some apple cider vinegar to it as well. Just like a dash, maybe like one to two spoonfuls, and then poach your two eggs in there. I put it in the boiling water for maybe like 30 seconds before I turn off the boiling water and I let it sit there for a few minutes so that the white is hard, but that the yolk is completely runny. So that was my little TED talk on eggs. So eggs, oysters, red meat, make sure that you are buying from your local farmer and that it is pasture raised. It's, I actually don't eat red meat. I said pasture raised because I was thinking of my organic chicken eggs, but make sure that it is local. So if you go to your local farmer's market or local farmer, 
that is great. It's great for your body. It's great for the animals. It's great for the environment as well. But that being said, I do not personally eat red meat. I am actually, I was vegan for about six years of my life, a little bit over that. And I just recently started incorporating wild caught fish, um, the oysters, organic pasteurized eggs, and bone broth using grass-fed bones from my local farmer. So quality first always, whether you are eating a vegetable, you are eating uh, legumes, nuts, seeds, especially those because those are so heavily sprayed when they're not organic, animal products, all of the above, right? Quality first, please, for your body, for the animals, for the environment, for the whole ecosystem. Another note on zinc is we actually don't store it, so we do need a little bit every single day. And if you are supplementing with it, do 30 milligrams of zinc citrate or picolinate after a meal. Please do not do it on an empty stomach because you can get nauseous from it and we do not want to feel nauseous. Okay, so number one is magnesium. Number two is zinc. Number three I want to talk about is iodine, which is one of the most important micronutrients for estrogen excess, ovarian cyst, and breast tenderness. Iodine is an essential nutrient for thyroid, also ovulation, and healthy estrogen metabolism, which I mentioned before. Estrogen metabolism also, you can say estrogen detoxification. And it does this by also making the cells less sensitive to estrogen, which is super neat. The ovaries need a lot of iodine for healthy and stable estrogen receptors. The dosing of iodine is a very controversial topic. So we have our very conventional docs being uber, uber conservative, and they say like a maximum of 0.25 milligrams. And then we have some naturopaths that are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum saying and recommending mega doses of 50 milligrams. So too much of iodine can trigger autoimmune thyroid disease and can worsen acne. So if you do have thyroid disease, I suggest avoiding iodine altogether or go super, super low with it and working with a practitioner who knows this stuff to make sure that you don't overdo it. And in terms of testing, you can test for it, but honestly, cheaper and easier way to test for iodine deficiency is if you have breast tenderness. It's a huge sign that you are deficient in iodine. And some foods that I recommend that are very high in iodine are seafood. Again, those egg yolks, so beneficial, have so many nutrients. Also the eggshell, a lot, a lot of nutrients. I just posted the other day on my stories how to properly sanitize those, bake those quickly in the oven, and then blend it up into a very healthy calcium powder. Make sure to follow me on Instagram if you aren't already and keeping up to date daily with all of my stories. I'm always doing some funky health stuff on there. Grass-fed butter, but only if it's grown on iodine-rich soil. I personally do not consume butter or dairy, but I did want to throw that one in there. We have iodized salt and seaweed or kelp, which I do want to make a quick note on seaweed and kelp because I know that I do eat it and I've shown myself eating it on social media. And unfortunately, kelp does contain bromine, which can prevent the uptake of iodine and may contain toxic metals. So again, going back to quality, making sure that you're getting this from a quality, quality source and also not eating too much of it. And also other plant foods such as mushrooms and leafy greens, but again, only if they're grown on iodine-rich soil. Make sure that you're taking the iodine with selenium. I love Brazil nuts. Two a day is really, really great. Honestly, I don't even do it every single day because my selenium levels got so high that I cut it down to just like three times a week. I'll have two Brazil nuts. Okay, everyone. The last micronutrient that I want to discuss today is vitamin D, also a very controversial topic, but let's just talk about the facts. 
So it's not really your basic vitamin. It's actually a steroid hormone that regulates over 200 different genes within your body. It is truly essential for healthy insulin sensitivity and ovulation. It also helps with absorption of and the deposit of calcium in our bones. It protects immune and hormone function. And we synthesize vitamin D from a cholesterol precursor when our skin is exposed to UV light. Hence why I recommend See in sunlight, first things first, before you check your phone in the morning, go outside, preferably barefoot, stick your feet in the dirt, ground and earth, and get some sun in your skin. You don't have to look directly at it with your eyes, but let some sunlight get into your eyes for sure. Your blood levels, if you are testing for this, and a lot of us get tested for it, they should be between 30 and 50 nanograms per milliliter. And I really, really recommend getting vitamin D from food first. As supplementing, it's this is why it's a little controversial as well, but supplementing with it can cause some negative side effects that I would be remiss if I didn't mention, such as increased demand for other vitamins and minerals, especially magnesium, which most of us, over 64% of us, are already deficient in. So we don't want to be doing anything that's going to cause us to become more deficient. That's the thing with these micronutrients and these minerals is they're all in balance with each other, right? Ratios are super, super important. But when it comes to vitamin D supplementing with food first is always a yes in my books and getting plenty of sunlight. So again, going back to the food, egg yolks, grass-fed butter, sardines, mackerel, pink wild salmon, and organ meats. If you cannot do the organ meats, that is me. I'm raising my hand over here. There are some great brands. I think there's just one. I actually don't take them, but they do the organ meat supplements. Oh, okay. So it's called heart and soil. I've seen a bunch of people use this. Braxton uses them as well. Who knows, maybe I'll get into it, but I feel amazing. I feel my healthiest ever and I do not consume them. I want to make a note on just because you see someone post about something or someone talk about something, whether it's a doctor, a practitioner, a naturopath, an herbalist, or it's just, you know, someone who's really knowledgeable in the health and wellness space. I know a lot of people like bash the health influencers, but they also, not all of them, but a lot of them do a lot of due diligence and research. And I don't think that we should discredit them just because, you know, there are so many doctors who do way less research than some of the health influencers. But anyway, just because you see someone doing something does not mean that it is automatically going to be great for you. I highly recommend listening to as much as you can, reading, doing your own research and research and figuring out what is the best for you. So taking a million supplements may actually worsen your health. And on the flip side of that, taking a bunch of supplements may be what saves you. We do live in this crazy, stressful, toxic world and how each of our bodies and minds interprets that and how it responds to that is so unique and different to each and every individual person that what we need to do in terms of supplementation, in terms of sleep, all of these things are going to be unique, the individual, right? So take everything with a grain of potassium, make sure that you're doing what feels best for you. That being said, I don't take these beef organ supplements, but I've heard great things. It comes from a regenerative farm and it's a small batch, so I do love that. I just haven't found the need for them yet. So you never know, but never say never. And I'm sending you all lots of love. If you want to go check out the podcast show notes for this, please head over to our website. You can just type in anytime you want. Type in in our search bar any type of topic that you're looking for and all corresponding blog posts will come up. But you can also just click on the show notes for this podcast episode. I don't know if you're on Apple or on Spotify, but there will be a link for the show notes and it will take you right to there. So you can see everything written out and dosages. So until next time. I'm sending you lots of love. If you have any specific questions or podcast topic recommendations, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. Sending you lots of love and peace, love hormones. 
Hi, love bugs. Thank you so much with all of my heart for tuning in to another Peace Love Hormones podcast episode. If you feel inclined to do so, please give us a rating and even leave a comment review would be so helpful or sharing on Instagram or sending me a message, any of the above. I love it all and appreciate every single one of you. And don't forget to use code podcast, all lowercase podcast on your order of Soothe or any of the items available for purchase on the Peace Love Hormones website. And also don't forget to sign up for text and email reminders. Much love, Maddie.